So that I gotta change the name of this stream. Gamecast. Colorado Rapids. Do I call it a game cast? I like I'm trying that's because I'm not casting the game, I'm just like talking about it. I don't know. Game commentary. Game. Uh uh, I'll just say live chatting during. <laughs> sure, that works. <laughs> okay. Set live. Cool. Done. All right. Hopefully we are live. Hopefully I don't have double double noises going on. I don't think I do. I'll check it here on my end, but fired up footballers. We're just here uh, watching the game live. Uh, I'm here with fire uh, men in red. <laughs> I'm here with men in red. We're watching the Colorado uh, Rapids take the Chicago fire on in a preseason match somewhere in California. LA Galaxy Stadium. All right. And that a very nice stadium. Lavelle Palmer said it was one of his favorites. It's kind of basic. It was one of the bigger ones back when MLS kind of sure, yeah, starting. Is ba do, what, how do you feel about SeatGeek versus uh, Soldier Field? Um, I like Soldier Field as a stadium more, but there's no way. It's just going to look like such a small crowd. Mm. I feel like that's everyone's concern. No one one's going to deny that Soldier Field is obviously a better location, but my biggest concern is looking like the revolution at Gillette, you know what I mean? Yeah. When we fill in that bottom bowl up, and if we fill that bottom bowl up. So as we check in here, and the score is 1-1, one one, 36th minute. Somebody on the fire just tried to put a shot on net, but just basically cleared it. It looks like it was Madron. I can't really tell because the stream quality is poor, but I think it was Madron. Oh, I got to tweet out your stuff that were live. That's Madron, yeah. Oh, no. Who is number 10? Madron or Georgie? Madron. Madron, yeah. Yeah, that's Madron. Let's make sure. Let's tweet out the link. Welcome, everybody, in the live chat, if you're here or not. Uh, yes, I want to see that link, too, so I can check out the live chat. Uh, definitely. Doing what I can. Live chat. So we've got a new signing announced today. Boris. I'll true right back, which is something we've needed. So, ooh, good pass. Cool. Audio looks like it's working. Does it sound okay on my end, too? Uh, let me double-check that. Cool. Keep talking. Hello. How are you guys doing? So, got Double-check that. Men in red. Keep talking. As a fan yep. of the men in red. Definitely good. good? Yeah. All right, cool. Let me tweet this out. I'm chatting during the I'm also a little sick, so if you hear me sniffling all the time, I'm <laughs> uh, no worries, man. It's that time of that season. Yeah, man, it's really bad, especially having to walk to class and all that stuff. It's miserable. Oh, my jaw. 
Oh, Madron. <laughs> All right, boom. All right, that is going. Now I can finally watch this game. I have not seen any of it. Let's check in on the old Twitters. I got hot time pulled up here. Ruben Tish has been doing the live tweeting. For them, I would check them out. Always a good follow. Pretty darn good podcast, too. With the North lot. So with the news, uh, this is from Hot Time. Uh, here's how they line up. They had Bobby Shuttleworth and goal uh, starting. Wow. Uh, Brant Bronico right back. Kapelhoff, Calvo at center backs. Bornstein at left back. Azira at center defensive mid. Madron and Mihailovic in center mids positions. Uh, Collier and uh, probably on that left side. Frankowski probably on the right. And Sapong probably in the middle. I haven't confirmed that. I guess we should. <laughs> we can't confirm that right now. Yeah, Sapong's sitting right there in the middle. Actually, Collier is on the right. No, Collier is like playing in the middle. Yeah, he's in the. Really oh no, he just went out to the left. Okay, no, he's yeah. they're switching. Okay, so yeah, I, as I predicted, Collier on the left, Frankowski on the right, Sapong at the top. It's like a four-three-three. It's interesting to me because I feel like I'm thinking about if. With the roster that we have now, not including Sukulic, if opening day was today, would this be the lineup that starts? Uh, no, not with – I don't – Miss Shuttleworth? I don't know if he's a starting it's goalie. Like, I think that they're all been getting a run out. I thought that actually the other goalkeeper, Sparrow or something, got the uh, got the nod last game. Oh, against Nashville. So I think they're testing all the goalkeepers, so that's still a bit of an unknown. If it's right back – and not to mention right back position, Sakulich is definitely going to change things for that right back position. Sure. Uh, go off the bench. Center back, though, you probably think it's Calvo and uh, Kapelhoff. You know what? Um, Jiggly made a good point on Twitter a couple minutes ago. He said the reason we're going to be so bad on set pieces is because neither of our center backs are over six feet tall. Yeah. I, I, that's very true. It's going to be a struggle all season long. Sakulich is six foot two, so that's a yeah, tall right back. Uh, we got KJH, KJHZHK, JCS, CM, comma, MBC, XD joining us in the chat. What up? KJHZKH, JCS, CM, comma, MBC, Yeah, he's just being funny. Yeah, he's just being. Uh, Jorge, what up, Jorge? What's going on, guys, in the live chat? We're, uh, we're kind of keeping an eye on here in the game. Calvo luckily did not get a red card. You were mentioning we saw that a little bit earlier. It looked like Calvo got a red card, but it was actually called back for offside. Really could have changed the match there. Glad they fixed that. Let's start talking about what we're seeing here. Uh, not seeing much right now. I all right. Uh, while it's depressing. Go ahead. What were you saying? Go on. Uh, uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. I'm just reading more from Hot Time to see if there's anything that he's brought to the table here recently. So early on, he said Colorado has been on the front foot for most of the game. This was early in the game. Fire are taking a lot of risks with their passing and are content with letting Colorado control the tempo. That's at Hot Time Old Town. The uh, Bronico was doing stuff. Sapong scored. He did. Frank by Frankowski with the assist. Frankowski beats Drew Moore to the ball off a of clearance and slides it over to Sapong, CJ Sapong, who puts it in top shelf for the goal, courtesy of Hot Time at Old Town. Great follow. Uh, I, I like Pat, uh, their other, their new editor in two, uh, Patrick. He seems pretty good, too. I like him. He's really good. So good stuff coming out of them. That's been awesome. Uh, Ruben always putting out quality work. Let's see. 
Uh, it's called Offside, no red card. I'm just going to quickly catch up on the, in the game to where we're at because we're in the 41st minute. Rapids had the momentum. Uh, hot time asking, do announcers have not not have access to Twitter? The lineups were tweeted out. Apparently, the they're getting confused on the lineups. Shinya Shiki uh, could have been a Chicago Fire uh, player. Uh, levels the score at one to one. It was a pretty nice shot. Le- of the year last, year. last year's rookie of the year puts a shimmy on Bronico and curls it past Shuttleworth. So, sh- so Bronico might have gotten addressed there. Have to take a look closer at that. Everything that happens on the right side matters very little. Is what uh, um, Hot Time saying in, in response to John Smith saying Sakulich makes this slightly less concerning. Well, Frankowski at that top of that right flank, that's that's huge. And if you have Sakulich behind him, like a, a fast, tall, great defender who can also pass, that'd be that'd be great. Ideal. Bronico gets booked for a foul on Shinishiki. Still catching up here, boys and girls. Uh, Colorado are really pressing well. Fire need to move quicker to try and play it around. Georgie had a crack that goes way wide, and it was nice to see some offense. And as someone who subscribes to the theory that possession is everything, seeing the fire play a defensive counterattacking style makes me nervous. That's all from Hot Time in Old Town as we keep an eye on his feed. Always a great follow during these matches. Uh, Let me ask you this, James. Go for it. Um, Do you like the New Jerseys? No. (laughs) I do not like the New Jerseys. I I feel like I could um, come around to them. There's... There's something nice and bright about them. The socks really stand out as far as when you're watching this game. Their their kits make their socks really stand out with this like I don't know what kind of what is that a red or an orange? But overall not a fan. But overall not a fan. I do not like their all white kits. Uh the, there was an MLS writer on the Athletic put out that it looked like basically underwear and uh you know under drawers and I was like, yeah, that basically nails it. Um, but the blue kit, uh, I saw one tweet. I don't remember whose it is. Might've been Ruben's might've been somebody else's, but saying that it looked like uh, your dad's tie and it kind of does, uh, the, the blue kit. Cause it has this striped pattern, something that you see in the back of your dad's tie rack, which I also agreed with. I thought it was a good sentiment, but also it's not terrible. It's not, it's not awful. Uh, the crest is, but <laughs> And my my t- I actually really like I'm not really like but I like them I I think if you plopped an even half solid logo it'd be significantly better but I I don't I don't mind them at all I really it's, don't yeah it sounds like uh, the sentiments we've been getting from Brian Sandalow's articles and the athletic articles written about the Chicago Fire is that Joe Mansueto is open to change and it sounds like change is on the way it's gonna be some sort of in between hopefully. There's a lot of people that have already come out and said that there's going to be a new logo. Um, would it surprise me if there is one? No, it really wouldn't because as some people still kind of haven't figured out, this whole rebrand thing was initiated and essentially completed by, you know, former Chicago Fire owner Andrew Hoffman. So, so yeah, he. I mean, this, Nelson's still on the show, though. Uh, oh, Donald, uh, Donald Hagenwald checking in. Not too much, Donald. I just did the run through just to catch us back up to the 45th minute here. It looks like we're about to enter halftime, but relatively even. Seems like both teams are trying things out. Uh, they're they're just trying to you know get these passes in and figure out what they're 
play a little soccer. They're they're all rusty coming in from uh, having only played one or two, three weeks of what preseason. But with uh, you're right. But with Hotman basically being in control of the project, maybe, and then that that leadership changing roles over to Mansueto. Now Mansueto's got to totally change like what maybe he had plans that he, when he was coming into the club and now all of a sudden those plans are a bit derailed by having to reattack this rebrand. Yeah, for sure. Sorry. We were just on an attacking spurt. So I got really excited for him. Here we go. All right. CJ looks like uh, got ahead to it. That's what I expect to be seeing a lot of Barrick and CJ getting their heads to those crosses. Well, CJ is going to come off the bench, assuming we sign everyone that people are saying resigned, mm. which is really weird to think about because he's kind of like the face of the franchise, you know, coming on. Yeah. You've been saying that though, like him coming in off the bench, but also I remember my, um, there was Michael Daly, Uve, quite a quality yeah. player, face of the fire. Yeah. Uh, I mean the fire, the, uh, the biggest one of their biggest problems is that they have a lot of turnover from year to year. Uh, Lavelle Palmer, when he was on our show, he talked about that as being a bit of a problem to building a team and sustaining long term success. It's that you know you need some of that continuity, and here the Fire are doing some wholesale changes uh, year to year. Uh, we're in the fourth year of the third year of the three year project for um, Nelson Rodriguez, even though that's now changed hands. Finally, it's going to be with George Heights uh, really running the show and taking the cracks now. But what we saw from that was just it, patchwork, a lot of patchwork. Where hopefully with George Heights, we're going to see a lot more actually addressing the issues, like what we see with uh, Sekulich coming in to fix that right-back position because they think that maybe Brant Bronico might not be you know good enough to do it long-term all year. I think he's going to be a great replacement rate player and a sub you can rely on in that position. And I also wonder if Brent's going to get some time at center mids. So we'll, we'll see about that. Oh, there's been a lot of soccer going on for this 45th minute. I know. I was about to say this is like <laughs> 10 minutes of extra time going on, I swear. Oh, remember they had the red card. There was a lot of time taken off from that. But uh, this, this second half, we should comment. It looks like it's over. We should commentate a little bit more on the soccer. Let's check this live stream, make sure everything's going according to plan. Make sure we're having no issues. All right, so that ends the first half. 15 minutes going in uh, halftime. Can't really give you a, a, a true assessment. But maybe there's some people out in the Twitter world that can. Oh, gee. <laughs> Let's see. Bronico shaky it right back. That's coming from Cuba. Norgard saying uh, Chicago Fire have been slow moving the ball, slow breaking out, and slow moving off of the ball. Just slow all around. Quincy Ameriqua. Mm. Wow, somehow I was muted that whole time. Can you hear me now, James? Dude, I couldn't hear you the entire time. I was wondering. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> My Google 
like just is like, all right, I'm gonna mute you. So I'm back. I'm here. Sorry about that. Uh, well, welcome back, Tidrow checking in, saying I think <laughs> I think that they're still on throw-ins and first touch practice, as far as these uh early practices go. Jiggly, something incredibly important to a counterattack is the ability to connect the defense directly to the attack. Chicago Fire has not been able to make those passes in the game. They haven't been able to make the small passes forward through the midfield, and Route 1 is just stupid. Uh, Jiggly commenting on Bronico, shaking it right back, saying that because he's a bleeping central midfielder, tired of this insisting that we need to convert players. He's not a right back. Campos was not a right back. Drew was not a right back. Drew playing number 10, I thought, for Indy. Uh, and number 8. Uh, Polster was forced into right back and now is earning time at right back. Did I lose you again? Nope, I'm oh, here. Boom. Should be here. Good, good, good. Okay. Andrew Alexiak saying preseason. Fedora, it Nicholas. Does look, it does look like preseason football right now, Absolutely. which is unfortunate. But, you know, they're probably going to throw out a whole other 11 in the second half, I would assume. Oh, that's and true. ideally, that'll include uh, Robert Barrick. Yes, let's see it. Which I'm super excited to check him out because <laughs> yes. I've heard he's just a workhorse. Uh, I've been watching this, that practice video, that nine, 10 minute practice video was pretty interesting to watch. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. That's great content for sure. I'd highly recommend checking that Nicholas Fedora of the, um, the old Fuego, uh, podcast, fantastic podcast. Feels like it's been forever since we've had a ball served into the box fire doing very little with possession. Madron, uh, frustrated after not being able to find a pass because everyone else is standing around waiting for the pass. Yes, Klopas is back on the sideline. Anyway, that's halftime. And that was from Nicholas Fedora at nfedora3 on Twitter. Dan Nelson uh, saying, would love to watch my team play on my day off, but Chicago Fire is preventing it. Uh, they were G-locking the stream, but as you mentioned, they did un unblock it for some nearby states. Who said that, Dan Nelson? Uh, that was Dan Nelson. Uh, DeMario saying that he thought that Chicago fire were running a five, two, three. I don't know if anybody else wants to confirm that. I thought they were running a four, three, three. I mean, who's the. Da, 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 da. John Smith saying clearly missed an anchor. No purpose through the possession, lateral back passes, lateral long ball and need a midfield boss pronto. Uh, Florida Crosswell is saying zero to one outlaw Josie Wales. Love that. Clint Eastwood. Let's take a look at hot time and see if, uh, unless you got, you want to read anything off. Um, I was just seeing something. Someone said something in the five, two, three. Someone's saying it's, they're playing a five, two, three. Yeah. I didn't see that. I don't see that in the lineup, but, um, we'll make sure we'll look for that more during the second half. We were kind of just getting settled. Uh, Don Hangwald saying uh, Azira could drop into center back, so it wouldn't be shocking. Oh, that's true. Azira's also very small, though, so I don't mm -hmm. know how I feel about that. Thoughts on the geo block? Uh, I think that's real. It's 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 real stupid when you're trying to get promote the, the 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 growth of the game and get people to watch your product. Geo blocking is is an issue. I understand that they got to do it because they want to get paid and some and everybody's got to get paid somehow, but they got to figure out a new way to do this media. Uh, what do you think about like the Cubs getting their own TV station? You know, um, I'm a diehard White Sox fan. Yeah, me too. Like a diehard White Sox fan. I grew up absolutely despising 
um, the team up in the north. I think, you know, from what I've heard from the Cubs, you know, fan base, they're not a huge fan of it. Um, and that's about all I really know about it. I mean, it makes it would make sense for them to stay at WGN. Like, they were perfectly fine there. Um, but then all of a sudden they got to go out and, you know, make their own channel. Which, you know what? That's fine. I don't care. I don't have to worry about it. Go White Sox. I mean, uh, it adds to the cost of cable. I wonder how they're going to sell it. To me, it, it, when you look at the what I have to look at is the L.A. Dodgers and Dodgers TV. They ended up with a four billion dollar deal, uh, ridiculous amount of money. That's why Dodgers have been able to spend these buku bucks and go get like the Mookie Betts's and the David Prices, um, and the Cubs want that too. Uh, it, it, and what's his face? Ricketts is not as rich as Joe Mansueto. Uh, I think he's just uh, basically a billionaire where Joe Mansueto is like a three times billionaire. Three bi- you know, he's got three billions worth, supposedly, for whatever that, you know, whatever that means. But, you know, that's probably what the Cubs are really looking for is some sort of TV deal. And it's Comcast has, of course, got to be inside of the conversations. It's either they take it on or they think that the Cubs can launch their own channel. I I feel like if the Cubs launch their own channel, we pay for it in the end. And it it becomes even more expensive. I feel like if it sticks with Comcast, it'll be much cheaper decision for everybody involved, including us. Which, for the most part, whenever they make these types of deals, these costs are foisted upon the viewers. That's what happened in L.A. In fact, it's happened so in L.A. So many people have cut the cord and don't want to pay for the L.A. Dodgers baseball that they had trouble uh, trying to pay their their end of the deal there for a little bit. I think that they've had some remedies to that since then, but. Uh, a lot of people were unhappy with getting the new Dodgers TV. And then there's also New York Yankees TV, who that's another one that they're, the Cubs are looking to be that. And they they feel they're big enough for that. And they are, right? Oh, yeah. They're arguably the probably, – they're probably the third biggest fan base out there. So it's like do they – Raw supporters. Do they evolve and get with that or do they maybe overstep that and make the launch to something direct and on the internet? I would think that's the better route. Yeah, I agree. More long-term viability there. Kind of like what the fire did with ESPN Plus. Um, a little bit. Which is, in my opinion, a fantastic subscription. It's a fantastic the deal. That you actually get, yeah. Five or six bucks a month, and you get like, – we've, we've talked about it, but Syria, ah, uh, what, uh, uh, not Bundesliga. You get college soccer too, which is big for me because I'm a big – League Un. Men's and women's soccer fan. Oh, that's sick! Um, Hockey about that ESPN. They just added a uh, a bundle pack with Hulu and Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. So you get all that for thirty. Oh, months. that's great! And that's what that yeah, it's fantastic. That's what that Tom Brady commercial is about. They're all about trying to get their the sports on Hulu now too. Yeah, it's it's a very smart idea. So between Hulu and ESPN, you're going to be able to get a lot of sports for that package plus Disney. So you get all nice little yeah, yeah. Plus all the Star Wars movies and all the Marvel movies and. All the TV shows I grew up watching and stuff like that. And really classic cool. Robin Hood. Oh, yeah. Classic Ooh. Robin Hood. Sword in the Stone. Some good classics out there. Uh, a little bit past my time. Oh, dude. Way past our time. Way before yeah. our time. Just a little bit. Uh, hold on here. Hot time at Old Town. Uh, saying, Bronico having to play right back isn't helping either. It's clear that they're lacking an anchor at the sixth spot. This is Ruben Tish, of course, tweeting from Hot Time at Old Town. Uh, also saying one to one is the score. 
And he was just retweeting out Nicholas Fedora, always a good follow. And to I think he's also Nicholas Fedora talks Chicago Red Stars as well. You know what? You know who we need in the midfield to kind of submit it? Gaston. 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 I'll tell you this, Gaston or Anemani Matic would have been great. Nah, Gaston is I've already I think I've publicly said this that assuming the Gaston Jimenez thing is legit. Uh oh, did we lose you? We lost you. Your thing something popped. Matt, men in red, we lost you. Can't hear you. If you can reset it. Oh, I hear noise. Sounds like you're breaking back in. Boo Cubs. Hello. Hello. Yep, there you are. You're back. Uh, my um, mic is detachable and it acts, I actually hit it. Yeah, that makes sense. Disconnected. My bad. Nickel, no worries. Nichols 5 checking in saying definitely playing a 4 3 3. Azira just dropping between the CBs to push fullbacks up the field. Yeah, that's the nice thing about the 4 3 3. That's what it allows you to do. Uh, if you got that central pivot in Azira, in that central defense, defensive mid, where you're just, as you're saying, if Gaston Ramirez was, wow. That, and also, I was watching that Gaston Ramirez uh, guy. Is it Gaston, Jimenez? Gaston Jimenez tape. This guy could shoot. He's got a rocket of a foot. Uh, he could, he could dribble. He can make plays. He can pass. This guy looked like the real deal when I was watching his his videotape. I was really impressed. I was when I cut out there. I was saying how I I truly believe that if you if you look at the you know the center center defensive mid pool currently in the MLS. It's really not that impressive. Give him a couple months to acclimate into like the MLS style of play, and in my opinion, he could very quickly become one of the best CDMs in the uh, in the whole league. Like he has the profile for it. He's big. He's athletic. He can shoot. He can pass. He can dribble. I think he's really gonna thrive in the league. Sounds good. I'm to really me. excited. I'm contemplating getting a jersey. I really rate this guy highly. So does Velas, and so does the rest of the Argentinian, you know, soccer community as well. So I think we we might have a good one up our sleeves, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, that's a cool itch at the right back. This team's been rounding out, and they, they lost a lot of talent. They're starting to replace it, it feels like. Yeah, and then Ignacio Aliceta is basically, like, already, you know, a transfer that's been solidified because he's liking – he's <laughs> – People keep DMing him on Instagram. They're like, hey, you joined the Chicago Fire? And he goes, yep. And he's responding to all of them. And he goes, yep, I'm joining the Fire. So he's not really trying to hide it. Uh, Kyle Payne, is this you confirming he's coming officially? We, I don't know if we can. We can't do that. Are you asking me? That's what I said. Kyle Payne, is this you can? You don't have to answer it. But uh, is this no, you I confirming? Mean, I, I don't know. I, according to him, he's coming. I can't. I, I got nothing to say. Neither confirm nor deny. I got uh, Jiggly's. Yeah, I, I don't know. I got Jiggly's halftime analysis. Uh, we thought we thought things were different, but we should have known better. Once again, I'm realizing that we're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a Jiggly thing to say. I love it. Jiggly, he's he always uh, takes the more pessimistic view. Yeah, it's okay. We got the 
pessimist, and then we got the Noah Epstein optimist type guys out Ooh. there. So we we fit the full spectrum. But yeah, that's always good to get a balance too, because you know sometimes oh, yeah. the, both are right. Sometimes just different situations. The Twitter fire community is by far and away the most positive, which is really weird to say because oh, compared to like what? Of the people, uh, Reddit compared to Instagram compared to Big Soccer. I don't know if you know that website. I never go on Big Soccer. Yeah, I hear though it's okay, very popular. I, I went on it for a couple of days, and I'm just like, no, nah, these people have disgustingly awful, like, negative views on everything. So Jeez. I just said, nope, can't do it anymore. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, uh, some people don't – some people thrive off that and want that, and I'm kind of person where I'm like, eh, I don't need it. Just go with the flow, man, you know? Yeah. Just go with the flow. That suits me. That's what you got to do. I'd suggest making a trade for that fifth guy. So there's a tweet out there by Joshua Norgard. It mm-hmm. said, this team is missing four to five starters, right back, CDM, left wing, nine, and number nine, and possibly central midfielder. I responded saying, okay, the right back is Sakuich. Yep. The CDM is Jimenez. Yep. The left wing is Aliceta. Yeah. The nine is Barrick. Yeah. And then there's possibly a central midfielder that you could use to kind of upgrade where Georgie is or something. Dude, wait a second. So wait a second. You want to upgrade where Georgie is, who's getting or U.S. Or one of those two spots. I don't. I think both. We got to go with those guys. I think you got to play those two guys. And if you're not going to play Georgie, you got to get him into a situation where Georgie's going to play. Georgie's going to want to play. I I know from speaking with you know some background people that just say that he he wants to start and he he's he better be. I'm all for him starting if he reverts back to the form that you know. He was in back in 2018. Um, last season, he was very up and down. If he plays like he did in 18, sure, start him all you want. But he can't do what he did in 19. That being said, he didn't start half the time in 19 because Pono's like... There's different lineups. Yeah, Pono's Pono. Lack of a better way to say it. But uh, he just he, he's a guy with really high potential. Um, and a guy who's technically very gifted. Gift, technically very gifted. Uh, but there's going to be a lot more pressure on him now, especially mm-hmm. because we're not playing with a 10. So he's going to have to start, like, upping his, you know, assist rate. Facilitation factor, yeah. Yeah, facilitation factor for sure to prove that he's, you know, a starting midfielder in, in this league. I thought the stream was about to start, but it looks like. Yeah, it looks like it's kind of stuck right now. Little, little. Uh, okay. Weren't we linked? Someone in Collins says, weren't we linked with a 10 earlier this week? Yeah, there was. Some guy from uh, uh, Serbia, not Serbia, Slovakia. Or How many DPs would the, I think would this put us over? So we have the this DP in Barrick. Yeah. We have the DP in Gaston Jimenez, and theoretically. Ignacio Alicetta. And it's Alicetta, this young 19 year old uh, left winger who seems very pacey and pretty good over in uh, South American leagues. Well, the consensus among defensive fans is like he was always the first one to subbed out because he would make a lot of mistakes. Yeah. In terms of raw talent, like, excuse me, uh, the, it's there. And it's just like, will a new league allow him to kind of break free and, and show off that ability? I want to see more from Frankowski in that same vein, like what you're saying. Because what we saw from Frankowski was, you know, uh, we saw something. We saw he's still. In his shell. This is the year he's got a hatch, though. Yeah. He's got the pace. He's got the physicality. Oh, there's the game. 45th minute. Oh, did it pop up? 
Prius. Yes, just popped up. All right, let's. I'm curious to see this lineup lineup change if there's any at all. Looks like CJ still in the game. Madron and Frankowski are still in. Collier are still in. They're keeping the same lineup, but it looks like. Let's get let, read it out like position wise if you can. Sure. So, uh, right back it's Bronico. Johan Kepelov is playing that right center back position. Uh, Azir is playing the six. It just cut over to the attack real quick. Sapong's at the nine. I'm sorry, I'm doing this out of order. Are you doing this from the feed? Yeah, I'm doing this from the feed. Ha, <laughs> sick! Uh, Frankowski's at the right wing. I think I I want to say Georgie's playing midfield. Madrid's playing midfield. That's Calvo, I can tell by his Oh, wow, yeah, Nichols saying it's the same 11. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, I wasn't reading anything. I was being... Uh, no, dude, you're doing great. I was using my eyes. Tedro saying fast as heck. In, refer in reference to uh, Ellison, I believe. Okay, yes. So, corner kick, I believe. We got a, a goal off a of corner kick last game they played, which is pretty good. If they could up the set pieces... Uh, uh, in the video, Georgie was hitting some free kicks. Uh, hopefully, Georgie... That's where really Georgie can shine, and if he could do that this year... Here we go. All right. Uh, just misses. Short side corner. Looked like Frankowski had just missed. Georgie recovers it, though, with a cross on net. Back door. Oh, C uh, CJ puts it in front of the net. Doesn't get the whole of his head on it. Um, Dang, you're a few seconds ahead of me. I, I'm still not there. I'm at the, the, the second cross right now. Georgie now with no foul. Uh, just a good tackle. Bronico. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm commenting the game now. <laughs> I can't do yeah, that. We'll talk about more what we're what I'm seeing here. All right, so yeah, we got wide wing, uh, the outside back spread out, getting some nice uh, ball spread, playing out the back. Calvo sitting on the ball here, looks in the middle. Uh, refresh, I refreshed my stream and now it's really really high quality. Fire playing like a nice little uh, a little bit of a press because they got that ball back that they had lost pretty quickly. Uh, Good ball. So we're seeing a little bit of a press here from the fire. Uh, when they do lose the ball. Clint Irwin. That is a name I haven't heard in a while. I thought he's been a starter still for a little bit. No, so he was, he's been Howard's backup. Mm. And then they had McMath, McMath too. For, yeah, he was his backup and he played in Toronto for a while. He was also in Vancouver, I'm pretty sure. He's been around. He used to be really good. Bobby Shuttleworth. <laughs> Same with Bobby Shuttleworth. Yeah, same exact thing. Uh, uh, hearing some hype about the uh, the other goalkeeper though in camp. What is it, Sparrow? Sparrow, yeah, he's apparently been very impressive. Ooh, Margaret Wagner checking in. Hey, Margaret, uh, aka Not So Large Marge on Twitch. Hey, <laughs> say hi, hi, Margaret. Oh, Margaret. Hopefully, everybody's going to be able to make the uh, opening match in uh, Soldier Field. Either. It's it's luckily it's my spring break, so Ooh, it's very nice. pretty perfectly. Seeing some Colorado uh taking on right now. Chicago Fire dropping back, absorbing some of this pressure. I like this Colorado back line actually. Well, who is it? It's so it's 
defense, good defense, that Calvo. Um, it's also please tell me those aren't actually the goalie kits. Ooh, I'm gonna have to uh, take a closer you know look. Because I mean? those are kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> the purple, the royal purple and yeah, green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gives me like a Ghostbusters feel. All right, time to tweet out. Are these the actual goalkeeper kits? I I think I might like it. I Pur- Purple's I'm color of royalty. I'm also like colorblind, so I like to stick to colors that are very basic and mm. not eccentric and bold. Um, so I like my dark colors. I don't like brightness. I don't know if you play Fortnite, but uh, my we play we play Fortnite's blast with my buddies, and my buddies colorblind. They have uh, colorblind mode in Fortnite, like at least three different modes where you can make adjust the settings to, to hit your type of. Uh, potentially to hit your type of colorblindness because there's different variations of colorblindness and different hues and colors that people see. I did not know that there was that many iterations. There's more than three, but they at least have three that, you know, kind of hit a good spectrum. Yeah. I thought that was really good too. And, and, and I told my buddy about it. And as soon as he made the change, he was like, Holy cow. Two teams playing some soccer here. I've been liking it. Dude, it's so nice to see soccer from the fire. Well, I mean, I've been watching EPL, but it is nice to see fire. I've never been a huge EPL fan. Huge EPL fan. Manchester United, Liverpool, uh, Leicester. Oh, Bundesliga, yep. I I like Bundesliga. I would say Bundesliga second or third. La Liga is probably second or third there too. Between those two, big Bayern fans. I just like watching. Uh, I think German soccer is a little bit more upbeat and high high intensity. I think British soccer is a little bit too possession based and therefore boring for me. Oh, it's That's totally why different. I love MLS so much. It's not the highest quality soccer, but like it's so entertaining sometimes. Uh, great book. Um, hold on, let me look it up before I butcher the name. Um, John Smith, they're great. Stop hating. Sorry, John. I did not mean to insult you, John. <laughs> I happy with my There's this great book called Inverting the Pyramid: The History of Soccer Tactics. Highly suggest you check that out if you guys are into soccer history. It talks about like how soccer evolved tactically, being possession based, pass based, how 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 it kind of ooh good. Batter, oh, Chicago Fire in trouble! And it looks like they buried it uh, from a corner kick. Just could not clear the ball. And Colorado are in the lead. But um, Dang, You're still ahead of me. That's a shame. Uh, yeah. As a, well, maybe you can see what happens here. Yeah, I just so, saw what happened. Uh, not, just a loose ball in the box. And you, everybody on the fire just flat-footed. If they watch the tape on this one, nobody makes a move to the ball. But there's not much they could do because the ball's kind of pinging around. But even still, the people that are closest to the people who they should be blocking are having some failures in their zonal marking capability uh, and their zonal marking um, execution. That seems. Let's see. Georgie falls flat on eleven. Who gets the ball back in? And the goalkeeper ends up to be the closest guy to the shot to the guy who's shooting. Back post guy had disappeared. Whoever was supposed to be on back post should have been blocking that guy or at least putting pressure on him. A little bit of chaotic goal there, but, you know, dirty goals happen. Yeah, just a, a good grimy goal there for Colorado. 
like I was saying, I really like that back line. It's um. Ooh, attack! It's, oh, don't tell me what happened. Uh, so. All right, well, it, it it's not too shabby, but um, we gotta see a little bit more. Uh, Just not a good cross. A little more decisiveness in the final third, as far as where you. He had an idea where he was going with it, but the execution wasn't there. They stopped the game. They might be even more ahead of us. Tidro Collier stuck in the middle of it all. Uh, Margaret saying purple equals Barney. The Barney kit. It is green. It is purple and green. Uh, Lakers kit says Tidro. Uh, Colin says he loves those keeper kits. I, I, I'm not. I gotta get more information out. But the purple and the green gives you a little Ghostbusters vibe. Could be. It could be cool. <laughs> Um, What's going on? Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. I'm only getting, not getting too much information here. I'm not listening to the feed itself. It's just oh, too distracting. I'm going to check in with hot time. Ruben Tish. See what he's saying. Uh, it looks like he's listening to the ref about something. Georgie wins an early corner. Colorado's been doing well passing out of the fire's press. Calvo did well to deflect the cross away. Fire look less match ready than their opponents, which makes sense. They're learning a new system and are not playing with their full roster. Sam Nicholson scores as the fire can't clear it off the corner. Zonal marking is a scam. That's from uh, Ruben Tish, hot time at Old Town. Uh, yeah, I know a lot of people that do not like zonal marking. And it's so funny. I mean, still some of the best coaches employ it. Some of the best teams employ it. Wait. Because when it works, it works. Somebody's saying VAR checking for handball penalty. Okay. Penalty? penalty? Where was the penalty? I don't know. I don't know. It looked like Frankowski just gave the ball back to Colorado on purpose. So it looks like it was some some sort of fair play thing there. I also read somewhere that now I think about it that Barrett wouldn't play in this game, and I don't remember why that is. Mm. Now that I remember, why am I remembering? Where did I read that? I'm not sure. I read that somewhere, I think. Can someone confirm that in the chat? Important to remember, we are down at least four stars. Barrick, Jimenez, Sekulich, and Alicet. Yeah, uh, Nicholas saying that we're short. Barrick. Barrick, uh, Nicholas, I don't know if you know why we're short, Barrick. Uh, Kyle Payne saying they were just checking, no penalty. It's interesting to think about what our bench would like if we sign, you know, if we get him in as an Alisada. I was drawing up some lineups earlier, and our bench would be something like the Pong, Herbers, Bronico, Azira, Panetta, um, Omsberg, Navarro, and then like Shuttleworth or Sparrow. That's our bench? That's a pretty good bench. Whew. Yeah. Uh, Barrick just came off a full season of rest. Uh, and is most important. This is from Nichols. Uh, he's already in game shape. That's a good point. Ooh, yes. so giving him a little rest. I don't understand why you wouldn't give him a couple minutes though. So maybe we'll see him hop in here at the end, or is he just not in the lineup at all? That's a great question. I don't know. I'm trying to think who I'd want to see. I kind of want to see Wyatt Omsberg make an appearance. Mm hmm. Uh, maybe... Heck, I want to see everybody. Oh, good ball. Oh, nice. Uh, who is that? Who just did that? Who just did that? That was nifty. That's, Number that was Brandt. That was Brandt. See what you're yeah, that's <sighs> Wow, Brandt. That was nifty. The good thing is, if you if you can't tell who did something, I'm like five seconds behind. I'll be able to. 
Brent help you out there. Brent did something nifty, almost created a chance, looked really good there. I mean, that's the other thing that Brent offers you. He might offer you minus defense. He's offering you plus offense. Oh, yeah. So, like, I, I think of terms of uh, plus and minuses as far as your defensive and offensive skills in any given position. You know, there's center mids out there that might have more plus skills in the offensive spots or more plus skills in the defensive spots. Like your, uh, you know, your Sammy Kadira is probably more defensive pluses. Tony Cruz is kind of both. <laughs> Uh, that Bash and Schweinsteiger, probably more defensive bonuses, uh, pluses. Um, quite a few, definitely kind of both. Uh, what's another more attacking mid? Uh, James Madison, way more pluses in the in the attacking zone than he's got in the defensive. So Bronico probably, you know, defensively is more of a minus to, you know, minus to neutral. And then offensively gives you a plus. Some people give you two pluses. I thought that. Katai on his day could give you two, like a, he's a plus plus offender. Person like Patrick Kane, he's plus 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 plus. <laughs> Different sport though. I'd love Patty Kane if you're a Chicago sports fan. Mm -hmm. Sons of a Pitch, an American soccer podcast. What's up, guys? Where's the stream Ooh. available? Check the Chicago Fire website. I don't think you guys are geo-blocked, if I remember correctly, but you might be. If not, They opened up a few places. Yeah, shoot me a DM. Maybe I can help you out. But what up, Sons of Pitch? They were kind of just watching the game, mentioning things. Oh, nice. He's definitely on side. Uh, Colorado having a nice little attack here. It looks really dangerous, and it's got to be. It is. Yeah, they just breaking out more of a lead. Three to one. No goal? Or goal? I'm very confused. Oh, it looks like no goal. Oh, offsides is up, yeah. Oh, he must have had that final pass. Was Must have been off. That goalie, or that ref, that AR was a big troll. Great challenge. The ball was in the back of the net to call it. Yeah, that had to be. That, that comes with goalie and uh, center back communication. Uh that's what happened there. Great goalie center back communication to help cause enough chaos and confusion to throw the uh, Colorado offender on the other side who was looking for the pass to make him go offside. I don't know. They might be reviewing it, though. We'll see. They're uh, definitely going to review it. The, the, the very first pass to break the, the breakaway was beautiful. Great run. Great split. Fire were caught with their pants down. Margaret Wagner saying, a.k.a. not so large margin. Oh, did I, do I? What's going on here? Video review. <laughs> uh, oh, wait. Margaret Wagner, a.k.a. not so large Marge on Twitch. I'm not blocked. Uh, that's what Marge is uh, recommending. Da, da, da. Colin, they're coached to do that now. The initial pass was offsides. You wait for the play to finish to flag it. Yeah, definitely. Um okay. So I shouldn't criticize the AR. My bad. No, no, no. They they want to do that more, and I'm definitely more in favor of that. Uh, letting the because there's so many times that you've seen where a play's been called dead, where he was onside, and so they'd rather err on the side of that, making that call after to give themselves the ability to fix that. And I kind of like that change. Also, MLS is a great, uh, a, apparently a very good version of VAR. That's working more well than uh, EPL and, and the rest of the soccer world. Yeah, uh, we have a change of goalkeeper here. Oh, it's Kronholm. 
Thanks for everybody hopping in though for the live stream, checking out the show. Just uh, and everybody, uh, pray, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers to everybody who's geo blocked. <laughs> oh, what just happened? I look. Oh, they're showing the goal again. Let's watch this. Or not the the offside. Dude, he was totally onside. What? Yeah. Okay, they counted it. Okay, I'm I'm confused. It's that's three to one. Totally onside. Great goal by Colorado. Colorado, um, not a team that you expected to be able to come in and fleece us. It, of course, is preseason. They're all trying things out. Colorado looking the more well-put-together team. Which is not good. And this is still our starting 11 here. Basically, sit. Uh, I mean, like, Sands Barrick, Sands Alaseda, Sands Jimenez, Sands Sikulic. Oh, very fun. Very fun. Oh, I see what you're owing about. That was a terrible touch. Such an MLS touch right there. That And that kind of play helps get your goalie confidence up when you're able to snuff that out early and uh, really quickly get into the game, especially coming in as a, ha- you know, kind of the substitute 62nd minute. Get you a touch on the ball, get you into the game, get your uh, your brain engaged with like, oh yeah, I'm in. So that helps. Uh, I don't know if you said it was Kronholm, supposedly. I couldn't confirm that. The goalkeeper's Kronholm, yes. Yep. You can tell by his hair, he's because Sparrow's got the man bun, and I don't think uh, Gabriel Slovenia is going to be making an appearance this offseason in the game quite yet. That's a shame. That, I think that's the time to try him out. 15, 15 or 16-year-old Gabriel Slonina. His brother's on the team as well. That's pretty cool. May, that is awesome. Maybe, But you're right. The game is not now to try him out. The, the game was the first game of the preseason to try him out. It's like Orange County or something. Yeah. That's the game to try him out. USL side, yeah. After that, like you kind of got to get serious and concentrate on like who it really is your starting 11 and who is your, your side of your top 18. Starting to get those guys all familiar with each other. This center back pairing for the Fire is—they're good players, but I don't know if they're going to have the height to compete with some of these bigger guys. I'm really concerned. It's shortest center back pairing in the league, even last year when they had Bastian Schweinsteiger, who's only like six foot six foot one. Probably shouldn't have been a center back in the first place. And the, to be honest, it was a problem that uh, Jeffrey and I called out all year. Uh, a few pundits also mentioned it. Just like having that short center back pairing is a bit of a hindrance when you got guys like CJ Sapong, six foot two, six foot three, six foot four, Chris Wondolowski coming at you who can just physically dominate the five foot eleven guys. And in a center back position, that's not what you need. That that's really more for the outside back position. That that type of height, you got to get the height into that center back position. That's what's exciting about that that trade that they made for what's his face, Amsberg. Yeah, why? Ooh, bad pass. Also, maybe Pineda can earn some time. I thought he's true, bigger. True. Some people so gone. Good. I was just going to say in Minnesota, people not uh, it's wondering how Calvo's been doing down here because they thought he was pretty bad up for them. He was really good with them in their inaugural season back in what was that, 2017, 2016, something like that. I don't know. Um, but then he started having attitude issues and 
they put him at left back and wasn't happy with Adrian Heath or, or Jason Kreese or whoever the coach was at the time. I, he's a good center back. Like, there's a reason he's, you know, a Costa Rican international and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a matter of consistency for him. He's got a red card shown. Oh, no, that was a yellow card. Whoops. I, I think that we will see more uh, a better Calvo this season now that you're the way you're explaining it and what we know about him and his character. He seems like he's a lot happier playing center back. Uh, when he's got his wits about him and he's focused, dude is uh, he's a great captain, and that's what he is right now too. So it's interesting, interesting to see that he's got the fire and the passion to be that captain. And I, th- there's, I'm starting to get excited about Francisco Calvo, and I, I really hope that he's kind of maybe a comeback player of the year type. With with just maybe steps up his game even more, but that, his, the knock on him is he when he loses focus, he, can, he, he his loaves can lead to some issues. But when he's heads heads on, he can he can win you a game. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what's a great he has a great skill in that he's not just a great defender; he can go offensively and win you a game maybe once in a while. He's just got that fiery passion, and that 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 is something that helps win games and also spreads to your teammates. So also uh, there was the, the, the video showed him and Dax uh, handshaking uh, from the Chicago fire put out. It was like at the seven fifty eight minute mark, but old captain saying hello to new captain. I thought that was pretty interesting. We're going to miss a guy like Dax. Mm Mm-hmm. His leadership. Tidro saying fire getting picked apart in the wings. Nichols saying that looks like more like a four two three one this half. Four two three one. So that means either well Madron is more of a box to box guy, so I guess he could drop back and kind of cover that six with a zero, and then Georgie plays up front in like a ten eight hybrid role. Interesting. Let me. I'm going to keep my eye out for that. Thanks for pointing that out, Nickel. Mm-hmm. Nickel's been great. Everybody.
just screwed it. Mm -hmm. uh oh let's add this technical difficulties and i think we're back cool beautiful somehow saved the stream Can I hear you? I can. Oh, I can hear you. Yep, I can hear you. Cool. Make sure I can hear you in stream now. Yep. Boom. Confirmed. Your project has changed. Thank you. Three one seventy third minute. Chicago Fire behind two goals. To the Colorado Rapids. Colorado, the Rapids just have been in control of most of the game. Uh, fire trying, trying a lot of stuff. Haven't seen enough out of everybody. <laughs> yeah, I can't really pinpoint one player player that I'm particularly like okay with calling the MVP oh. for this game because there really hasn't been anyone. Oh no. Mm -mm. Uh, yep. Oh no. So nice little breakaway there by Colorado. Just adding to the chances they're creating, uh, picking apart the Chicago Fire back line right now. Uh, was on Kappelhoff right there. He didn't check his shoulder to see the run. Kappelhoff had did not have a good season last year, and I really do think that his position is up for grabs in a way that oh, Calvo's is not. One hundred percent. Yeah, Calvo. You know, he's the same height as Kappelhoff. Mm -hmm. He's also a lot more aggressive, physical, just physically stronger. Mm -hmm. So, I yeah I guess if that's a prediction I'll make yeah and that would be a prediction I'll make is that Kapilov might not be our starting center back at the end of the season. Yeah okay so follow up prediction who would fill that spot? Well imagine this if you will six, six foot two Sukulich, <laughs> and then you could play Brant Bronico as that plus minus uh, right back. And he could or, he, he could still do a job there, but defensively we know that there's some limitations. Or you could play Kapilov at right back. I think that – so here's Kapelhoff at right back. He's a minus offender, and he's a plus uh, – I'm sorry, he's minus offender. He's a plus defender at that right right back position. I'd rather have the offense there. Fair enough. Yeah, because it's, you know, it's so important nowadays for your fullbacks to be able to attack. Exactly, to take part. That's where I feel like Sekulich will be a great – he'll be great. He'll be able to do a little bit of both to fet. Positives in both. All right, got a little bit better offense right here. Come on, good pass. Mm -hmm. Good flitch there. Brant just short. Oh, Brant got out stripped by the ball. Good tenacious defense there, though, to catch up. Brant, such great second effort, no quit. Uh, acceleration. That's the one thing about Brant Bronico. He's got the physicality to really compete in the MLS. Uh, despite his size, 
He's beat right now. He's, he's winded. Oh, crap. But he'll get back. He's got uh, some wheels and the ability to be a pest. Oh, my goodness. They got a full lineup ready to come in. I want to see a sub. Have we made a sub this whole game? Uh, the, looks like the whole lineup is changing over for Colorado. Big time lineup change anyway. Uh, not seeing anything on the Chicago fire end. They are. You must be really trying to get them in closer to match shape. Jonathan Lewis. I'm a, I, learned, I really like Jonathan Lewis. Yeah, the fire could have got him. Yeah, I really like him. Or at least he, I feel like they could have. That was the whole Jack Harrison draft, I think. Yeah. Mo Adams. <sighs> oh, no, Mo Adams wasn't in that draft. Was he? I think he was in that draft. No, it was a lot John of good players. Bacchero. John Baccaro and Baccaro. Mo Adams draft, I think. No, that's different. Than, that's different oh, no, than, I think that's, yeah. Yes, Brandon Vincent. That was the Jack Harrison yeah, draft. Brandon Vincent, yep. The year after that was Mo Adams and uh, and Brandt and Brandt, yeah. Ooh, the lowest draft here? pick of all. Yeah. Ah, so the uh, the new goal kick is interesting though. They let them. They don't seem to enforce the uh, the goal line anymore. As far as the offense, the off the offense can accept the ball inside of that goal kick line now. Which makes sense. You know, that's actually a good change to the rule. The defense should not be allowed in there, but the offense should be allowed in there. That that, sh that should be a legal play to be able to make. I like that change. Okay, was that Brandt once again oh, with the plus offense to create that? Frankowski. That was Frankowski. Okay. Oh, Brandt right. Yeah, that was Frankowski. Georgie with him. By how quick he is on the ball. We're going to have a little corner here. Oh, don't spoil. Don't spoil. Let's see what happens. Interesting. Ooh. So, player of the preseasons, probably Elliot Collier right now. You played that off really well. Did you like that? <laughs> Did you like oh, yeah. I'm like, all right, they just cleared the ball. I, like I didn't one. expect anything. Wow. Uh, actually, I think that was a uh, deflection. If you watch it a little closer, and you see it here, yeah, Collier caused the chaos that helped make that happen. Wow! Collier yes. making a statement, saying, "Hey, I want to be out here to score some goals." Three to two, seventy eighth minute. Most of the fire starters still out there that started this game, with the exception of the goalkeeper. All right, let's tie it up, shall we? I get get some new blood out there, boys. Uh, let's let, let these guys go. It's 79th minute. It's great. Uh, you don't need to win this game. It's not proven into anything. It's. I don't want to see a Derrick Rose situation out here. Oh God, man! Why would you say that? It's bad. Good vibes only. Let's go. Boo -boo. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you don't want bad vibes. We've had enough of those. As a White Sox and Bulls and. Fire fan. Uh, let's see. Medran has been invisible, saying Colin. Uh, Jorge saying, how are the Rapids poking holes in our defense? A uh, bit, bit flat-footed. Uh, I mean, and uh, the other thing is, if you're going to have such a small defense, they got to be fast. And both those guys are not slow, Calvo and Kapelhoff, but they're definitely not fast. Calvo might be a little bit faster. I don't know. I'd have to 
We have to have them take some drills. Madron, make something happen, Madron. Can we see some magic here? Okay, we got something going on. Okay, here. good, good turnover. Elliot, you know who's this? This is Elliot Collier once again. Yeah, Elliot Collier. Uh, I like it. I'm really liking what I'm seeing. He's really making a statement, and I didn't really picture him in the top 18 when I'm putting together the top 18. But you got to start penciling him in there right now with these performances. If he keeps this consistently going, the rest of the preseason, Ooh. Elliot Carlier will be the emerging player to watch. Georgia guy off the bench that will, you know, our new Alan Gordon or something. Oh, that'd be great. The new Alan Gordon. He, he played with him too. It's funny. Having a stable right back like Sukulich is from Nichols. Having a stable right back like Sukulich will improve Kapelhoff's play. His best season was when Polster played right back. I I, I hope so, but... Did Polster and Calvo play together? Yes. Oh. Yes? No, Kapelhoff. Kapelhoff, I'm sorry. I, I, thought, oh, okay. I thought I read that as Kapelhoff. Yeah. Let me read that again. Having a stable right back like Sukulich will help improve Kapelhoff's play. Uh, his best season was when Polster played right back. Jorge saying, uh, Jorge, uh, we whooped the Rapids up and down the pitch last season, and now they're running circles around our defense. It's preseason, and we're trying things out. They're trying to stay disciplined to a certain plan that the coach deployed. And some of that plan includes making sacrifices in certain areas that were visibly it might not look so good, but part of, as part of this plan goes, it might suit the plan. Absorbing pressure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we play LA in a couple days or something like that. It'll Ooh. be interesting to see. Oh, what's that? Sorry, I was just concentrating on that offensive attack by Colorado. It'll be interesting to see what Wiki does to kind of uh, tweak the tactics a little bit against. We are playing LA, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not going crazy. Yeah, I were playing LA at some point, I thought. But uh, yeah. back to the game here. This, the. Colorado is putting doing much better offense. They're putting much better create. Uh, sure. They're much better at creating chances at the moment. This entire game, Chicago Fire's chance creation has been really minimum. Uh, they've been sloppy. They have not been putting things together. They've been uh, Colorado's been able to put string a few more passes together, play a bit stronger defensively. Uh, has a bit more cohesive plan, but probably is of course more used to their plan um, than. The Chicago Fire are. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I've been impressed with the Rapids. Uh, hot time in Old Town saying the Fire seems to have found a second win. Uh, yeah, I think with that second goal right there, they did find a second win. But right now, Colorado, since then, the at, they've taken over the game. And, and certain things might change, like what you're about to see. Ooh. So now the game's 4-2. <laughs> and that's that interesting. That was an academy guy who set that play up. What a shot! What a nice shot! What horrible defense! Because there's three fire players right around two two Colorado players in the open on the top of the 18. Finds number 20. Who's that? Shunoshiki just buries it. Mesquita, I think. Mesquita. Uh, he buries it with a beautiful shot. And the Chicago Fire are done. Rafa Wiki. Sub the rest of this team out, boys. And let's get a let's pack up and start worrying about the next one. Figure out how we can improve. Um, bad defense right there. Once again, lax play. It's a lot of the stuff that we saw last year. Uh, right there on, on exhibit. Lack of communication. 
three guys in the same spot, two guys wide open of Colorado on top of the 18 at the top of the semicircle, the crescent crescent. And uh, nobody knows who's, who's covering who no communication is to assignment. Uh, the beats, the left back and left center mid to get a cross off finds this guy at the top and they just uh one-time shot beautiful one-time shot goalkeeper did not have much of a chance there not sure i could blame the goalkeeper on the on first look and of course and of course what happens when uh chicago fires start losing they get frustrated and they start we start seeing a couple more cheap shots well, so that was a real. What happened there was Calvo played a really poor pass to Cap, and Cap was forced to take a really heavy touch and then clip the guy. Luckily, somehow, that was just, that was, yeah, that was on Calvo. Worked. It worked out in their favor somehow. Yeah, I it's. Don't really know I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how. All right, that happened. So okay. It's, they don't look like they're able to complete a pass right now. Ah, like everybody's on different wavelengths right now. Everybody's trying to do the thing they're supposed to do, thinking a little bit too. They're thinking more than they're playing, which is fine. You got to be thinking more than you're playing right now during preseason, so you could be playing more than you're thinking during the season. Sure. During the regular season, yeah. Ah, uh, preseason soccer, you gotta love it. I've, this has been fun, dude. It's been fun watching this with you. Azira is terrible, says Nichols. The goal is on Azira. <laughs> Well, good thing we'll have Gaston. Yep. Jeez, Colorado. Uh, really, dude. Why are the fire players still in? Get these guys off. Unless this is just about fitness now. Now Rafa's just. It's gotta be, it's gotta be about fitness. This has just got to be about fitness because I don't understand why you've not taken these guys off. They're whooped. They're mentally beat. I guess that's where it counts, though. It's true. Wiki, I got, I want, so this is my first, you know, this is Wiki we're seeing right now. We're seeing a Wiki coaching decision in play right now during in play during this preseason game. I mean, he's electing to stick with the suffering starting 11 right now. Colorado is just. Yeah, they, look, they look a little winded. You can tell by their body comp, body composition. That's what I'm saying. Like you see it. Uh, you, you just see it. And the, the, how much time Colorado's had the ball in the fire zone. I will say I'm watching them move as a unit. And together they're moving well in the formation that Wiki wants them to play there. They're moving as a team. Maybe that. Oh, and what they're doing is great for. Oh, that was. It's great for Colorado because Colorado's just using this ability that Chicago Fire drink shrinking back to get chances. That should have been a goal. Colorado should have been up five to two right now. That was a great my, play, great shot. My issue with what's going on right now is because these guys are all tired, they are they're just sitting back. Yeah, they're lazier. Yeah, you can't do that when you're down 4-2. That's what I'm saying. The only reason in which I would see that you need to put subs in is you need to get some attacking so, going. So the question to me becomes why make this decision? Because right now you're wait, you're wasting somebody's time or you're trying to get the fitness. It's got to be fitness related, which I get. I guess Wiki's just saying, you know what, the game's essentially over. Let's just test these guys out. And I mean, the majority of these players will be starters. Mm-hmm. 
come opening day. Well, it's interesting to note, though, that on the other side of the coin, we have Colorado, who's uh, the better coached unit at this point in time, just clearly, based off the results, what we're seeing, and the uh, performance we've seen in game. They're a bit more cohesive of a unit. Uh, they had it better plan the whole game, better execution the whole game. They traded out most of their team right around the 60, 70th minute. This has been their second team this last 10, 15 minutes. And that's been really probably good for them. <laughs> so this is a horrible ball by Collier right there. This is I some anti Nagy, anti Matt Nagy stuff we're seeing here. Who's like, you know, yeah. not playing the whole preseason. No, let's play them all the preseason. <laughs> if, I, if I could add any critique to, to this coach who is very good coach. That's the thing we got to, we, we have to be able to critique and question their yeah yeah and also giving credit when credits due yeah. when right decisions are made i like the idea right there i don't like the execution by frankowski or yeah frankowski i want to see madron get in this game I, I, any fire player i want to watch this game again but see them play it again i don't want to watch this game <laughs> this the fire need but you know what's evident? Fire need more time. That fire need more games, and, uh -huh. and they will players. they will improve. Look at look how wide the uh, the left wing for Colorado is every single time. Brando goes tucking in to the middle of the field so much. He's uh, just always wide open. I'm also hearing our limitations explaining why Wiki's sticking with these guys because they're just rusty. They're they need to get the wheels. They need to get this tired so they can go longer. Sure. I'm sure. Like that pass right there by board scene was that was just a tired pass. But this is also when injuries happen. I don't so so I mean that's that's my question. yeah. When you're too languid in any sport, when you're too languid and you're too soft, you go in and on any type of play, you could get hurt. If you just go in too soft. That's why some of those football players don't like playing the all-star games. The uh, they're all pro games because they're they're going half it half half mast anyway. And then when you go half mast, sometimes you actually just create the those moments for injury a few times a little bit more. So okay, game is about to end here. About a minute left. Colorado have uh, a lot that they have to be proud of and to build off of going forward. I, I think Chicago fire do not have much to be proud of the two goals they scored. I guess. Yes. Be proud of those. Uh, be proud. Be proud that they didn't quit uh, outright. They did get tired, but I'm not seeing too much quit. I saw lots of mistakes created by these tired legs. Uh, games over games. to Oh man. Every fire player's done. They're cooked. Oh my gosh! They're all. Oh yeah, look at them. They're hunched over. As soon as the every, most everybody in Colorado, good, upright, good. Like keep in mind, they subbed in. Yeah, like twenty minutes. Yeah, Madron and Georgie immediately went to their knees. Done. They were cooked. You know what? Great to get that fitness though. Probably that, and that's what Wiki was going for there. Well, so there was his decision. One of his first big decisions on display. Wow, they were destroyed. That was. Immediately after that final whistle went off. <laughs> they were done. As soon as it... <sighs> yep. And there's the game. 
So what did we see here, folks? Everybody could chime in on the live chat. What'd you guys think? Uh, Bronco get uh, Bronco is getting sucked in too much, says Nichols. That de- yeah. yeah, that's his. Yeah, his lax is defensive. Got to think that was a fitness game, uh, says Nichols. Uh, Matt, Men in Red. Yes, we know. <laughs> Thanks, hey, KJH. That is me. Hello. Squad rotation on Wednesday. Expect that. And maybe Sekulich will be camp. I wonder when him and Ez joins. I hope it's sooner than March. Yeah, we can use him for opening day, though, that's for sure. You got to get these guys in preseason now. Uh, we saw this with Bastian Schweinsteiger. You got to get these guys in preseason just so they can get their legs under them. Not everybody's Barrick who's coming in, you know, fresh, ready to go. I mean, Gaston will be coming straight off a of season two, which is nice. He's not going to have much of a off season at all. But the, yeah, you got to watch out for those types of guys. If you remember, Katai had that same drop off in his very first year with the Fire, have, coming in from a very similar situation. He was on fire. Middle of the season comes along, he starts really on fire. All Star game happens, and all of a sudden, it just drops, drop, drop, drop. Next ten games, really hit or miss, inconsistent, tired. Not to mention Ponovich is really just playing with lineups during that entire time, not helping things. Wiki, uh, I'm going to have to defer to some other people as, as far as what type of uh, formations and things we saw. I wasn't really watching too much there. I guess we saw the 4-3-3 and the 4-2-3-1. Nichols saying, I don't think we'll see Gaston until the home opener. Which is a very real possibility because they're probably going to wait for I don't know because they could. They didn't do the buyout clause because if they had done the buyout clause, he would have been here immediately. They only paid what four point five million for him, something like that. So he's probably gonna have to wait till Velez is eliminated from, uh, you know, the Argentinian competition, whatever. I don't remember what it's called, Studa America, something like that. Mm-hmm. So we want definitely won't have him for opening opening day. But best case scenario is I feel like we have him by um, time we kick off at Soldier Field. Hopefully. Now let's go back to hot time and read off some of those closing tweets here. Uh, there's there've been rumors some stuff might be released today or tomorrow about a potential signing or two. Sakulich was released today, so I think that's what that was in reference to. Let's take a look at Jiggly. So Jiggly's assessment. God, why did you make me go through such bleepy situations? <laughs> uh, Trigley also said this, as expected, Cronholm. Cronholm was the goalkeeper on that goal, but I don't know how much he could do. But also, I don't really – I don't think Cronholm is the answer based upon what I saw last year. Cronholm was not bad towards the end of the season. If he's able to redo that uh... – that form he had, I'm I'm okay with it. Would I like to see put Sparrow in that for a couple games? Yeah, do it. Yeah, I'm down with that. Uh, Ruben Tish from Hot Time at Old Town at Hot Time at Old Town saying, and just like that, it's four to two. No, it wasn't. Uh, neither CB uh, was. I think he got the score wrong. Four to one. Well, four to two. Yeah, four to two. Just just like that, it's four to two. Neither CB contends the shot, and Mezquita has all the time in the world to put it away from seventeen. But it was a one timer. Colorado is going to be very. He did have all the time because nobody's defending him. Colorado is going to be very entertaining to watch this year, uh, which is a new thing. 
plus one CF97, but but and that's that firefall four to two. But what really matters is how they looked, which was mostly not good, with some sprinkles of really effing good. The team isn't complete, and it will be exciting to see them against LA in a week. If we do get to see it, that is. Uh, I've been Ruben Tish at Ruben Tish T I C uh, T I S C H, uh, and I'll see you next match. Thanks, Ruben. Uh, so that was great. Uh, Gaston can't get here soon. Were you reading that from Brian Battle? Gaston get can't get here soon enough. Azir can't do what he's being asked to do. Very true, Brian. Uh, any thoughts on Madron? Didn't see him do much. Didn't see any of the offense do too much. Him or Mihailovic. Mihail- uh, time out. I got to say, Mihailovic set pieces. Bing! Yeah, Looking good. good. Looking good on the set pieces. In a row, he's had a set piece that's gone right. Yeah. Uh, Collier with the uh, the finisher there, too. Collier. Yeah. Probably player the, the player to watch right now. Collier staking a name. I thought it was weird that Madron was an eight, but Azira was the one applying the high press. I, I, all three of them were playing high up at any given point. Azira, Madron, and Mihailovic. I thought I'd see a bit more. Yeah, I thought I'd see a bit more Azira dropping back. He probably did score most of all, but it wasn't. It didn't seem like you know very. Oh yeah, it's always going to be Azira. I'll have to note that next time, assuming that they put a zero and Madrid, that, that same midfield in when they play the Galaxy. I'm going to keep my eye out for that because this is really weird if true. Why are they playing Madron and eight, but then a zero is high pressing? Maybe Madron doesn't have the wheels or he's not fit enough. I don't know. Uh, no, dude, we saw it right after the whistle went. Madron, yeah, Madron and, and Georgie were all dead. Uh, you know, but playing center mid in, in any league. That's a big ask. They were being asked physically to do a lot, pressing and attacking. And if you're being asked to do that, the problem you're going to run into is stamina and fitness. And when you have the ball on your foot in that 75th minute, because even though you've been pressing all game, are you going to have the juice to make this play, to get this, uh, to make this final pass, to make this move necessary to get that final goal, that's the problem with playing uh, a high pressing style. Which, of course, every you know, that's the the risk you got to take. You got to make sure fitness is key for everybody, and I think that's a big indicator of why we did see this fitness game because Wiki's looking to play that that pressing game, and he needs people to be able to go all match offensively and defensively. But it's so tiring. And, you know, unless you're like Frankowski, who's like kind of built for that, it's going to be tough. Colin Payne, yo, when you guys aren't at games, you should do watch alongs like this. This is fun. And then Brian Battle says, good idea. Yeah, this, it wasn't bad. This isn't fun. It's a cool idea. Got to make sure I don't comment too much on like commenting the game. I got, I got to watch out for that because I don't want, you know, us to get like striked or anything or, or, or run afoul of any of the the people there but i feel like as long as we what we did was pretty fair i mean yeah we're commenting on what we're seeing you were commenting at one point yeah i did a little bit just, you stopped yourself but i you stopped. stopped yourself pretty quickly yeah that we got better about it like commenting about what we're seeing but not de- not commenting the game yeah we were talking with fred hubner though about that actually uh last podcast it was really fun with fred hubner from espn 1000 radio host uh, but in just talking about how less is more with announcing, with commentator, 
and how he's he, it was hard to find that rhythm too versus a baseball uh season baseball season you have 160 games in the booth to get your rhythm in a soccer season 34 games maybe you're only commentating 18 of them so like hard to get your uh your wheels going and, and to find that rhythm and that pace and, and when to comment on things. And the other thing is radio versus TV is of course a different thing. One radio, you're more painting the picture. Re- on TV, the picture's already painted for you. Just gotta maybe add a little narrative or make a little sense of it. Uh you're about ready to shut it down here, man? Yeah, man. Unfortunately, this is a good time. I did enjoy this. This is a cool little setup we got going on. Yeah, this is fun, dude. The spinning fire. YouTube channel. Dude, keep it up. Ugh. All right, man. Good luck with school and all that jazz. Thank you. I appreciate it. I will need it. It's going to be a busy week. Same for the fire. Mm. Looking forward to the game against, uh, you know, LA against Wednesday, and hopefully we can pull out a win there. Let's go. Yeah, we'll try and do this again, too. Uh, everybody smash that subscribe button. Smash that like button. Follow Fire uh, Men in Red. Uh, what is it? Let's go to your uh, let's go to your re- tweet out your name or uh, what is it at men in red at men in red 97 there it is at men in red for 97 always got uh nice little tweets and the news in the in the in the uh, fire world tyrus another good follow out there tyrus rose 97 i believe this is always a good follow uh, everybody in the live chat, thanks for joining along. Everybody, wa- thanks for watching, checking us out. Uh, at, throw in your last comments and stuff. I guess we're shutting it down. We'll see you guys later. That was a blast. Yeah, we'll try and do this again. And uh, subscribe for more Spinning Fire. We'll see you guys later. Have a good one, everyone. Thanks for coming out. Dude, thanks for coming on, man. Go Fire. Yes, sir. So 4-2, to two, the final score. Chicago Fire lose to Colorado Rapids. And, uh, you know, uh, hopefully we see this was a fitness game and hopefully we see uh, them put together a little bit more next game against LA Galaxy, I believe, Wednesday. All right, boys and girls, we'll see you guys later. Smash that like button, share this. We'll see you guys later.